Cuyahoga County's former jail warden had a lot of interesting things to say when he talked to prosecutors in July. The dreaded spotted lanternfly has been found in Ohio. And with Ohio not shutting down ice rinks like other states, rink owners are on their own to decide what to do. It's the wake-up morning news briefing from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer for Monday, November the 30th. I'm the editor, Chris Quinn. Former Cuyahoga County Jail Warden Eric Ivey gave a July interview to investigators in which he admitted to strapping an inmate, who happened to be featured on a television show being shot at the jail, to a restraint chair, wheeling him into an elevator with no surveillance cameras, and slugging him in the face, with the TV crew still inside the building. Ivy was in charge of the lockup as inmates died at an unprecedented rate, but he said he was less interested in spotting patterns in the deaths than in taking lessons from them case by case. Reporter Adam Faris obtained the Ivy recordings as part of a records request, gaining the first glimpse into the former warden's mindset as conditions in the jail reached horrific lows. Ivy also discussed personality conflicts between jail officials and members of the Armand Budish administration. Check out Adam's story on Cleveland.com. Ohio agricultural officials have confirmed the discovery of the dreaded invasive spotted lanternfly in Mingo Junction, five miles south of Steubenville. The first official confirmation of the large bug with the striking appearance came on October 19th and raises concerns about the insect's potential catastrophic economic impact on Ohio agriculture. The lanternfly harms crops, trees, and other plants. It has been found in multiple locations in Pennsylvania, so its arrival in Ohio seemed inevitable. Ohio has not followed the leads of states such as Massachusetts and New Hampshire, which have linked coronavirus outbreaks to hockey games and practices and ordered all ice arenas closed. That leaves Ohio rink operators to decide on their own whether to close or remain open as infections are spiking. Some cities, like Cleveland Heights, have shuttered their rinks altogether. Other places, particularly outdoor rinks, have opted to keep operating. More than 40 players sloshed through the Meadows Turkey Bowl and shattered their fundraising total, bringing in $416,000 in the 31st annual game for the St. Vincent de Paul Society. The grassroots event has been raising money since 2005, and its total now tops $2.5 million. The game has never raised less than the amount raised the previous year. The game began as a few guys tossing around a football on Thanksgiving morning, attracting more and more people over the years and becoming a fundraising vehicle 15 years ago. Reporter Mark Bona has been covering it since 2009. One of the oldest bars in Cleveland is about to end its 100-year run, closing the door on a colorful past, rich history, and many memories. The pub's home in the Baker Building was sold, and tenants have to leave by the end of December. 
Morgan Cavanaugh, who owns Moriarty's Pub, an East 6th Street fixture nestled between Superior and Euclid Avenues, started a GoFundMe page this month to finance a move to store the bar's items. Moriarty's opened in 1920 as a beer speakeasy. It opened officially on December 5, 1933, the day the 21st Amendment was ratified, marking Prohibition's death. Thanks for listening to The Wake Up from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer. Thank you.